Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's Wednesday Wonders, science fiction and fantasy on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Welcome to Chronosphere Fiction. This is your pilot, Daniel French. So, what's it like to be a detective with Alzheimer's? In this journey through the spectral streams, writer Kathy Brady gives us a little insight. Enjoy The Alzheimer's Detective. So good to see you, baby girl. I'm relieved you actually came. Only because it was you, Art. But if you keep calling me baby girl, I may have to turn around and go back home. <laughs> I'll do my best not to bit. Uh, Cat, I'm just glad you were willing to come to my dump of an apartment. Well, you made it sound so urgent. Well, it really is. We got a case. A what? I don't mean to be insensitive regarding your condition, Art, but did you forget that we don't have the detective agency anymore? We closed it down after your diagnosis three years ago, remember? Oh, hon, I haven't gotten so far off the mark that I've forgotten my diagnosis. I know I have Alzheimer's. I even remember the day we shut the door for the last time. Worst day of my life. Even worse than when the doc gave me the news. I can't imagine anything being worse than the diagnosis. No, the diagnosis is just a label. Just a word. But that agency represented my life, work, and my family. I lost everything when we closed. Family? I didn't know you until you were 27 years old. I had never even met your mom. You're my daughter, Kat. Or at least as close as I'm going to come to one. I've missed you, kid. I don't have a dad, Art. You've always filled that role nicely for me. I feel really bad that I didn't keep up with you when we shut down. I should have checked in. I'm really sorry for that. I don't want you to feel badly. It's all on me. I knew I was relatively fine as far as Alzheimer's goes. Put my car keys in the fridge once. Okay, twice. But my doctor, Dr. Fran, has managed to keep me up and running pretty well. But you had no idea what you would find when you called me. But I really do love you. And the thought of you not being you, or maybe not remembering me at all, was more than I could handle. Still, it's no excuse. Nah, let it go, kiddo. I know I have. Now have some office coffee. I should put some hair on your chest and cure all that ails you. You're still drinking this crude oil? 
<laughs> I know you said the agency couldn't afford better, but I thought you would drink something respectable at home. At least I hoped. Oh, once a gumshoe, always a gumshoe. Boutique coffee is just too sissified for someone who once made his living on stakeouts. Besides, I still like to put hooch in my coffee every now and again. So spending more on fussy coffee would just be a waste. <laughs> oh, I have missed you, Art. <laughs> and not to rush things, but my curiosity is killing me. What's the case? Missing person. At least I pray to the man upstairs, that's all it is. Wow, that sounds intense. Who's missing? My doctor. What? Your doctor, really? Yep, a really good one, too. Remember I mentioned Dr. Fran? Yeah, just now. You said she'd really helped you. With your Alzheimer's? Not to be Debbie Downer, but I thought there wasn't a lot they could do with that. Yep. Dr. Franny's not your ordinary doctor. She's an MD for sure, but she also knows a ton of stuff about natural healing. Lots of the symptoms of Alzheimer's actually comes from the lack of nutrition and the terrible drugs that doctors like to give folks like me. Just because we've been diagnosed. And she's gone missing? Tell me about that. Well, the first thing you need to know is she's not a spring chicken. And what does that mean? It means she's really old, baby. Uh, uh, cat, I, I can't believe you've never heard that expression before. Of course, I know what the expression means. I wanted to know what really old means to you. Jeez, Art, I've been missing you so much that I forgot how annoying you can be. <laughs> Back at you, kid. Dr. Fran is well into her 80s. She's a delightful sprite of a woman. Think female Yoda. She's short and nearly as wide as she is tall, yet not overweight. She always wears a fishing cap when she's testing supplements on me. She lives in a two-story Victorian. Her bedroom and her bathroom are upstairs, and she uses ski poles on the carpeted stairs to get herself up and down. She sounds like quite the character. Why do you think she's missing? We had an appointment yesterday. The only time Fran missed one of our appointments was when she was hospitalized after a spill she took at the grocery store. And she made sure to call me on a cell phone. She is both a woman of healing and technology. There's no way she wouldn't call me. He's awfully old, Art. I hate to say this, but have you checked the house? I mean, she might have... Uh... Fallen and can't get up? Uh, yeah, that. Of course I did. And that's how I know she's missing. I let myself in and... Uh... She doesn't lock her house? I assume she lives in Madison like you do. Yes and yes. So she locks the house, but you got in? She didn't give you a key to her house, did she? That seems weird. Yes, she locks the house. No, I don't have a key. But all the friends' patients know the key was kept in the mouth of a frog statue that sat on her front porch. It was quite the public secret. So you went in. What made you think she was missing? Not just missing. Kidnapped. Whoa, Sherlock. I think you need to slow the heck down. How did we get to kidnapped? As I said, I went into her house. There was no sign of her, and I... Maybe she's on vacation. We had an appointment. Fran would never miss that without telling me. Okay, yeah, I remember you saying that. I'm beginning to think it's me who has Alzheimer's. Oof, I pray it never comes for you, kid. You are so important to me. It won't, Art. You're giving it such a fight that when it hears I'm your kid, it's gonna head in the other direction. <laughs> Well, I think you're right, Kat. I think you just might be right. Was it something I said, Art? What are you doing? Digging around my photo file. Is that what you call a photo file? A drawer with random stuff just crammed into it? 
Well, it would appear that I seem to be down one secretary. What do you think is going to straighten this out for me? Well, I figured since you don't have anything else to do, you might have time to do it yourself. Just because I'm retired doesn't mean I don't have anything to do. Fighting Alzheimer's is a full-time job. I'm sorry, Art. I don't know why folks my age think retirement means you sit around and do nothing. I know my grandpa really keeps himself busy. <laughs> I woke up to being old enough to be your dad, but comparisons to grandfathers are a mere coincidence. Point well taken. Though I have to admit that Grandpa Ron is a really young 82. Well, that's great. Well, for your grandpa, of course. But it'll really help you understand Dr. Fran. She has so much energy, she runs circles around all her much younger patients and friends. Ah, here it is. Take a look. That must be Fran. In the fishing hat. She threw you a birthday party? She sure did. That was the year I was diagnosed. Fran said it was important to keep living. I need to find that lady. Okay, we got off track. And I know it's my fault. Explain why you're confident she's kidnapped. The house was off. Off? Off. Not sure I'm following you here, Art. I walked the perimeter of the house. I found all of Fran's computers and scanners that she used in her healing practice in the garbage. Just tossed there like someone thought they were junk. On top of the computers were all of Fran's supplements, both the ones she took every day and the new stock that she sold to us. Us? All her patients, I mean. What else did you find? Inside, it appeared that whoever took Fran gave her time to gather things. The peg where a fishing cap always hung when it wasn't on her head was empty. The wedding picture from the front entryway was gone, as was the picture of her two kids when they were little that had hung around the dining room. I went through her closets. All the favorite clothes were gone. Maybe she was just on a vacation. We have already covered that one. Now you think she made sure to throw away all of her professional equipment first? Okay, so that was a dumb thing of me to say. But so is thinking that kidnappers would give her time to take her wedding photo and her fishing hat. Look, I never said this case made sense. If I had it all figured out, I wouldn't have had to call you. I'm grateful you did. Okay, so what do those clues mean? It's going to take more coffee to sort this out. You must really want to solve this case if you think it's worth it to drink more of that coffee. <laughs> Very funny. Okay, back to the outside scene I saw. The computers weren't set outside for trash. Someone threw them pretty forcefully. It looks like it was done out of anger. That's proof positive that Fran didn't throw out her healing equipment. She's a spry 82-year-old, but those computers are heavy. And even if Fran had the strength, she's too short to get the kind of angle required to toss them like that. Okay, so what does that information say? That Fran was Eastern European? Those folks don't grow real tall, you know. About the case, Art. About the case. What does it mean that you said whoever threw out that equipment was really angry about the case? I, I, uh, right, I, I got you now, kiddo. Uh, it means uh, that whoever was that angry likely was angry about Fran's practice. That's where I'm going with that. And on the flip side, what does the inside of the house mean? Not sure what you're headed for. What does it mean that Fran was able to gather up all her most beloved stuff except her healing tools? That, that whoever, whoever took her, her loved friend but, but hated, hated her, her practice. practice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we're still in sync. You make a great team. We sure do. Okay, but now we have to deal with that. Who loved Fran but hated her practice? What about fellow doctors? No. 
I mean, there are a lot of MDs who are strictly following the AMA playbooks who think she's a quack. When you if they wanted to take away a healing equipment, why would they want to take her? For what? You're right. They're not going to risk prison. They'd more likely write a journal article debunking her methods. And that's why they just generally leave her alone. It's hard to debunk the results Fran gets. Like what? Like me. It's been three years and with your help, of course, I'm working on this case. Pretty good for a guy with Alzheimer's, right? I can't disagree at all, Art. Okay, doctors are off the suspect list. How about former patients or their families? Surely she must have lost some folks, right? Oh, yes. As Fran says, everyone has to die. We all do it. Follow the Lord's plan, she always said. But the folks who died while Fran was treating them, they died comfortably and with dignity. All the regular doctors had to offer them was more and more painkillers until they died. Maybe of the disease, but more likely from the treatment. And the ones under Fran's care? Often drifted off comfortably in their sleep. They certainly didn't die feeling like they were suffocating. But I don't want to give you the wrong impression. They didn't die because of what Fran did. They were already dying and died comfortably and with dignity because of what Fran did. Certainly wasn't a physician-assisted suicide thing. And the vast majority of Fran's patients are living and living well because of what that amazing lady does for them. Kids with bad allergies, folks with skin problems that the regular doctors couldn't figure out, and people like me who don't get any hope with their diagnosis. Okay, patients are off the list too. This is getting really frustrating. What do our clues tell us, Art? That whoever did this hated Fran's career, but cared about Fran as a person. Did she have fellow natural healers who viewed her as competition and wanted her out of the way, but not harmed? No, the funny thing was they were all her students. What do you mean? Franny held weekly healing circles. Whenever she came upon a new technique, she called the natural healers together and shared it. Why would she want to help her competitors like that? Because she didn't see it as helping competitors. She saw it as helping so many patients get better. And that's what Fran was, I mean, is all about. That's why she called it a healing circle. She saw them all working together to heal all those around them. Fran really believes she's doing the Lord's work. I love this woman, and I've never even met her. But she's helped the only dad I've ever had. And it sounds like a ton of other people, too. It's hard to imagine someone wanting to stop her from doing all this good work. I know, but clearly someone did. Hey, Art. It's time to start picking your brain. I suspect you know the answer to this case. You just haven't thought of it yet. Great. You're counting on the brain of a guy with Alzheimer's to remember something important. Yep. What's wrong with that? I have faith in Fran, and she had faith in you. That's why she worked so hard to help you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she did. She also told me that we could help slow down the disease. But even her magical healing arsenal couldn't make the Alzheimer's go away. In other words, it is going to get me eventually. And I never know when that will be. Not today. How do you know? Because you've out-detected me every step of the way so far on this case. You're not done yet, Art. Fran so believed in the good work you do that she knew it was important to keep you up and running as long as possible. And she's so good at what she does that I think that's going to be a very long time. Thanks, baby girl. Uh, sorry, uh, um, cat. Uh. Uh, I'll let you have that one. 
Okay, now back to work. What else do we have? Well, let's make a list of what's missing from the house. Not the stuff that was thrown out, but the stuff that was missing. Fran is missing, hence our case. Yep, Fran is missing. What else? A wedding photo. Okay, tell me about her husband. Could he be a suspect? Not unless you can hold a seance. Fran has been a widow for at least 20 years, I believe. They were both doctors, and he was a lot older than her. Anything else we should know about him? I think his name was Jack. He believed in Fran and her professional skills at a time when most husbands only believed in their wife's talent for ironing a meatloaf. Sounds like he had a lot to do with making Fran who she is today. Yeah, she freely admits that she wouldn't have made it through medical school without him cheering her on at home. She told me that of her class of 100 medical students, she was the only one of three females and the only one to graduate. The fact that she had a wedding ring on her finger, as she did, it was unheard of. They sound like an amazing couple. Okay, back to our mystery, since Jack clearly had nothing to do with what happened to Fran. As I recall, our little exercise is to review the missing items I noticed from her house. Yep. Wedding picture down. What's next? You remember these things as well as I do, kid. You don't have to humor me. The next one is the fishing cap. Not humoring you at all. You were the one who saw that all these things were missing. I think you going through the list a second time might jar something loose. From my creaky Alzheimer's mind? Where's this coming from, Art? You were confident in your abilities when we started out just a little bit ago. I was just trying to convince you to not go running into the hills to get away from me. (laughs) I wouldn't do that, Art. Fran had faith in you. So do I. So what's the next thing on the list? Let's uh, let's go with the, the fishing cap. But it being missing isn't that much of a clue. Why not? Because it was her lucky healing cap. She was almost always helping someone. If someone came to take her, chances are the hat was already on her head. I think she hung it up at night on her way to bed. She kept the ski poles underneath the hat rack. She'd hang up the hat, grab the poles, and make the long climb up the stairs to the bedroom. So we know that she was likely taken during the day. Huh. Yeah, I I guess we do. I I, I hadn't thought of it like that. Maybe I should have just given the agency to you, huh? (laughs) Let's not get wild and crazy, Art. Okay, so besides Fran being taken during the day, we don't know much else from the hat. What else? Um, oh, the, the, the picture of her kids from the dining room. I'm surprised she had kids. She sounded like such a career woman. Oh, she was a career woman for sure. But she also told me all the homemade Halloween costumes and cookies she made. You guys sound like you had a lot of good talks. <laughs> yeah, we did. That was the thing about Fran. She doesn't just give you her skills. She kind of, she kind of buried her soul through you, you know? The, the, the friendship was, God, the friendship was real. Well, that's great for a lot of reasons, including that you must have information that can help us. Maybe. It's just mad uh, if I can remember anything and then sort out the important stuff. I know you can. Back to the clue of the kid's photo. Tell me about them. Okay, well, um, I know she had a son named uh, Daniel. Daniel. Uh, he lives in L.A. I know he went. I know he sent her flowers for her birthday and called a couple times a month, but I think that was it. Okay. Doesn't put him out of contention as a suspect. 
What about the daughter? Oh, okay, now she was an odd duck. She couldn't have been more different than her mother. When Fran was tiny, Thor was huge in an awkward, lumbering sort of way. Hmm. What about her personality? Did you meet her in person? Yeah, several times. It was clear that she... she... What, Art? What did you remember? More than one of Fran's patients had commented to me that Dora seemed really angry to have to share her mom. Anytime Dora showed up when Fran was doing a treatment, things got awkward fast. Was she by any chance large and powerful enough to throw computer equipment around? Absolutely. She stands a good head taller than I do and is, well, sturdy. Well, is she suspect worthy? Definitely. Not enough to go on to prove she's guilty. Or innocent for that matter. So now what? Call the police? And when they find out Fran took her family photos and all her favorite clothes? Sounds like the crime of the century when you frame it like that. But doesn't the damaged computer equipment make it seem more sinister? There's nothing illegal about throwing out your own stuff. And there were enough antiques and jewelry left in the house that it sure didn't look like a robbery. Okay. What about the healing circle? I told you, I, I don't think any of them would be suspects. They were all genuinely crazy about Fran. I'll take that at face value. At least for now. What I was thinking is that perhaps they might have some information, no matter how small, that might help you identify Fran's whereabouts. Great lead, kid. I think we'll have to wait until tomorrow. Yeah, sure, Art. But what's up? 8.30 p.m., Cat. Time for me to hit the hay. Really? You used to stay up till the wee hours. What happened? Fran happened. She explained that an Alzheimer's brain needs a lot of sleep to cope with the stress it's been put under. She had me on ten hours a night. Well, I'll let you get to it. Keep doing what Fran said, Art. It's clearly working. And besides, she's counting on you. She's counting on both of us, kid. Thanks for helping. Always for you, Art. And now for Fran, too. Sweet dreams. See you tomorrow. Hey, cat. Two days in a row, just starting to feel like work at the office again. <laughs> yeah, except this is better because we don't have to share a bathroom with the creepy guy running the Thai restaurant. I only recently stopped wiping my toilet seat before I sat down. It was a force of habit for the first couple of years, I gotta admit. You too? <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on in, make yourself at home. Let me get you some coffee. That won't be necessary, Art. Oh, yes it will. I went to Starbucks and got you a box of your very own fussy coffee. Thanks, Art. That's really thoughtful of you. And I see you're still drinking the swill. Yep. Tells my brain that I'm working. Coffee was the only thing that I didn't follow friend's advice on. But she said that we were just trying to do better and not be saints. So that terrible coffee is what you picked as your sin. Yep. Makes you feel alive and tells my brain that it's time to start thinking. Well, we won't argue with that. Were you able to connect with Fran's Healing Circle members? Several, yes. They all reported the same experiences I had. So 
So they frog-keyed the house and saw the cherished missing objects and didn't know what to think? Yes, they've been calling each other. They didn't call me because I wasn't part of the circle and they didn't have Fran's client list. Oh, one big thing, though, that I didn't catch. What is that? One of the healers had to use the bathroom while she was there and saw that Fran's cell phone was charging on the vanity. So Fran is without all her contacts. More than likely. She didn't have an old-fashioned address book in her office, but I suspect that got swept up with the computers and the supplements. Do you think she'd remember many numbers? Likely not. Assuming that whoever she's with would let her use a phone. I do recall a conversation we had where Franny told me that she was worried that she had become so dependent on the cell phone to contact friends and patients that her memory was letting her down. She mentioned that she didn't know numbers she had known for years. I'll take that to mean that she wouldn't be able to call even if she had access to a phone. Well, what's the next step? I think I need to try to call Dora, her daughter. Do you have her number? Well, I went back to the house early this morning. I was frustrated that I had missed Fran's cell phone, so I went looking around. I found both the cell phone contact list and the old-fashioned address book. Between the two, I was able to write down numbers that I thought might help us out. The address book? I thought you said that was thrown out. No, that was a wrong assumption on my part. I found the book up in Fran's bedroom under a Bible. Why hidden? I suspect Fran knew she wouldn't be able to take her cell phone with, and she was trying to smuggle the address book out with her clothes. My bet is she was about to get caught with it, so she hid it in hopes that she would be able to double back and get it. Clearly, she wasn't able to. So what are you going to say to Dora? I have no idea. I'm going to try and shake her loose from the story, whatever it is. Why don't you go in your bedroom and call her now? I'll put on some music and rest here on the couch. I remember from the office how much you hated to be overheard when you were on work-related calls. Thanks. It's just that I get so distracted thinking about what you're thinking about what I'm saying that I forgot what I'm saying. The terrifying part is that I understood that perfectly. <laughs> well, I'll be back in a couple minutes. Even if she does answer, I suspect she won't be talking long. Maybe I'll go get more of that Starbucks coffee. It was pretty good. Told you that wouldn't take long. Already? How did it go? I want to hear all about it. Uh, slow down and uh, give me a chance here. Sorry. Well, basically caught her in several lies. What I learned, Dora knew everything that was missing from the house. Dora was the one who took Fran. Fran is alive and safe in an assisted living facility called Even Glade. It's in Plum Creek, Colorado. What? How did you get her to tell you all that stuff? Once I caught the first inconsistency in her story, she started chasing her own tail and spilling everything. But how did you get her to tell you where Fran is? I told her that we suspected her of murder. What? We didn't even have proof of kidnapping. How the heck were we going to accuse her of murder? That's where you're wrong, Kat. Accusing someone of murder is very easy. All you have to do is say it. So I did. You've never ceased to amaze me, Art. She really crumbled that quickly? I mean, you weren't out of the room for more than three or four minutes. Once she knew I was on to her, and she was terrified that somehow I was going to try to make murder stick, it all fell apart pretty fast. Well, now what? I have a bit of money left over from the agency sales. 
You and I are going to fly to Colorado to pick up a wonderful lady. I can't take your money, Art. I don't have any of my own, but I don't want to stick you for the price of my ticket. I can stay here. Uh, no, Cat. Actually, you can't. I don't know what shape Fran is going to be in. When you take an elderly person out of their home, they can, they can sometimes fall apart. Despite Fran's brilliance, she might be in bad shape. If that's the case, I will need you to help her with things like getting dressed and, and using the bathroom. That makes sense. I'm happy to help Fran. I feel like I owe her so much for helping the only dad I've ever known. Scoot home and pack your bag. The flight leaves in three hours. Okay, Art. Should you pick me up? Um, I, uh, I, I, I don't have my license anymore. What? Yeah. The first doctor who diagnosed me reported my condition to the DMV. I got a notice in the mail that my license had been suspended pending further review. Never had the taste for what I thought would be a lot of bureaucracy to get it back. You pack, and I will be back within a half hour to pick you up. <sighs> Thanks, Kat. And Art? Yeah, kiddo. When we get back and we know Fran is fine? Yeah. We're going to go and get your driver's license back. Thanks. I could use the encouragement. For you, Art, anything. I got used to hanging out with you when we were on the case. I was lonely. Well, I am glad you stopped by. I don't have any fussy coffee, but you are certainly welcome to come in. Sit down. Can I get you some Oreos? I'm a little short on food right now. No, I'm fine. I didn't come over to raid your cupboards. I just wanted to know how Fran is doing. Oh, so much better. She's grateful to be home. Although between you and me, she is willing to consider selling her house. Really? How do you feel about that? I, I know it's very hard for her. Her healing circle and patients have all been trying to convince her that it's her that we're crazy about. As long as we can see her, that's all that matters. I'm taking her to look at a ranch house this weekend. What about her daughter? Are they ever going to have a relationship again? We're talking about Fran here. She's already forgiven Dora. Has been heavily encouraged all of us to do the same. To be honest, several of the groups suggested Dora be charged with kidnapping. <laughs> but I suppose Fran is having none of that. Yeah, you're right. How did you guess? Oh, there was no guess about it. I was on the plane home from Colorado with her, remember? She spent the entire flight explaining Dora and her motives to me. Hmm. Care to share? I think I was catching up on some lost sleep during a lot of that flight. I know you were. I could barely hear Fran over the roar of the engine. And your snores, of course. <laughs> Very funny. Fran spent the entirety of a two-and-a-half-hour flight back to Wisconsin explaining how hard Dora has had it. Really? Yes. The way Fran sees it, her medical career meant that Dora had hundreds and hundreds of siblings. She's craved her mother's attention all these years. Oh, Fran is a great mom. I don't think this was any shortcoming on her part. Fran also admitted that she should have left her home long ago. The ski poles on the staircase were just too much for Dora, 
was convinced she was going to find her mother dead at the bottom of that staircase some morning. Okay. As crazy as that sibling thing is, I have to admit that being worried about Fran on that staircase is a highly rational fear. We, we all were. The house means so much to her. I do feel bad. And we're going to be sure to find her something in the same neighborhood. Close to the grocery store, library, and church. One of the members of the healing circle is already planning on buying Fran's old house. So she will still get to go there. That's wonderful. She's such a sweet lady. I can never thank her enough. Oh? What problem did she help you with? Did she treat you on the plane? No. She made sure I got to keep you. Oh, hey, 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 kid, kid, come on. No, no need for tears. You keep doing what she tells you to do. Yes, ma'am. By the way, is Fran going to officially continue her practice? Sure is. As Fran says, it's her reason to open her eyes in the morning. What's she going to do about her computer and healing equipment? Didn't Dora throw them out? While it's true Dora did toss that stuff out, it's also true that I tucked the equipment in Fran's garage, and the healing circle had everything repaired. It's all good as new, and Fran already has her office back and running. You're amazing, Art. I don't want us to drift apart again, even though I feel like it was my fault. I already told you it wasn't. And about that. Yes? I mean, I know you have a regular job and everything. Yeah, if you call managing a subway a real job. Well, of course it is. Okay, well, what were you thinking? I was thinking of, uh, I was thinking of opening a detective agency again. I mean, just from home. Won't that be too much for you? I was thinking of just taking small cases. Lost pets, missing objects. You know, the small stuff the cops don't have the time to deal with. I think that sounds great, Art. I won't have to be on stakeouts. I'll be able to get regular meals and sleep. But I will have puzzles to solve again. It's been... It's been really hard. Sitting around the apartment and thinking about Alzheimer's. I, I probably spent more time at Fran's than I should have. Just trying not to be alone. I feel terrible, Art. I wish you had called me. Well, you won't make that mistake again. That's why I'm asking if you would like to help me out. I don't think there will be any cash to be made on this gig. Art, I don't need money to hang out with you. Didn't mean to offend, but I was hoping you'd say that. We have our first case. We do? Yep. It's actually for one of the ladies from Fran's Healing Circles. She has a blind parrot named Captain Jack who has gone missing. I mentioned I might be working on lost pet cases, and she jumped to hire me. Uh, us? Yes, us, of course. But first, I'm starving. How about some of those Oreos? You got it, kid. Then I'll take you to Subway and I'll make you your favorite meatball sandwich. Mm. And then we're going to the old Kmart parking lot so you can practice your driving. Oh, sounds great, boss. Can't wait to get started. Can we get some fussy coffee on the way? <laughs> you got it, kid. You got it. Art Git was voice acted by Spencer James Frederick. Kat Clark was voice acted by Caitlin Curtis. 
The Alzheimer Detective was written by Kathy Brady. Music was by Daniel French and Until the Stars Turn Cold. Production, direction, editing, sound design by Daniel French at Fishbonius Sound Design. Thank you for flying the spectral streams on Chronosphere Fiction. Until next time, keep your cosmos clean. thrillers, action, adventure, mystery, crime drama, well, you're in luck, because here on the Mutual Audio Network, we have Thursday Thrillers. You can subscribe and have a dose of adrenaline-pumping audio every Thursday from your favorite podcast player. Get it here now. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.